I'm Kate, and welcome to the Picture House Podcast, where we discuss the architecture, design, and history of America's early cinemas. We hope that telling the stories of these places and the people associated with them will help you explore their place in our collective memory and our communities today. America began to emerge from the Great Depression in the late 1930s, and the movie theater we're going to talk about today is a great example of that. The theater was the 12th to be operated by Hewish Theater Enterprises, a company started by Charles E. Hewish, a native of Payson, Utah. Headquartered in Salt Lake City, the Hewish Circuit's investment in the subject of today's podcast was significant because, although the company had been operating 11 other theaters for some time, this was the first time they built a theater from the ground up. For example, in February of 1937, Hewish purchased the Angeles Theater in Spanish Fork, Utah, completely remade it and enlarged it to the extent that it would compare favorably with the best theaters in the state. But today's theater takes that kind of initiative a step further. Let's look at the Price Theater in Price, Utah. Located on East Main Street in the heart of Price's historic downtown, and considered a contributing resource to the National Register-listed Price Main Street Historic District, the Price is a really nice little Art Deco movie house. It was completed in the fall of 1937. In early September, it was announced in the local paper, The Sun Advocate, that construction is being rushed in every way possible, contracts on various portions being awarded separately in order that all speed possible along practical lines may be gained. It promises to be one of the finest theater buildings in the state, some of the very latest type of materials to be used. Interior equipment will be of high quality too. Practically all of this material has been ordered and is being held in readiness for earliest installation possible. While I didn't come across a direct primary reference to an architect during my research, it seems plausible that Utah's Fred L. Markham designed the price. From Spanish Fork, Markham got an undergraduate degree in math from Brigham Young University and then went to MIT, where he earned an architecture degree. He's best known for designing many buildings at his alma mater, BYU, but he also designed the Hewish Theater in Payson, Utah, and possibly others in their circuit. Markham may very well have been the Hewish Theater Enterprise's contract architect. Whoever the architect was, the Hewish Circuit made every effort to make the structure one of complete modern qualities, outstepping many theaters which have been erected even as recently as a year ago. In the view of the Sun Advocate, these efforts toward the Price's design and construction were successful. Theater-goers of eastern Utah will be greeted with one of the finest edifices of entertainment in the Intermountain District, far surpassing most of the similar structures in the greater centers of population. Once completed, the Price Theater was profiled by the Sun Advocate. The exterior of the building, especially the front, is one of glamorous beauty, as striking structural attractiveness as one could desire. Glass block, a new type of material, 
has been used in the front, the first time it has served in that capacity to such an extent in any building in the state. Adding to the beauty of the building in the front exterior is the red, black, and ivory Carrera structural glass and a dashing streamer of highly polished stainless steel. Moving inside, the paper found the interior of the new building to be one of beauty too, equally as pleasing to the eye as the other portion of it. Of particular attractiveness is the decorative work on the walls, also a new departure in the use of surface base of two and one half inch of rock wool, a material used for absorbing sound and creating an arrangement which will be productive of better toning throughout the building, while at the same time making for a more balanced temperature. A surface facing of attractive red tapestry touches off the walls to a point highly pleasing in appearance. The balcony has been erected with sloping arrangement so that all seats will make possible clear vision, the spectator sitting in front not in the least disturbing the rear seat customer in that respect. Seats are of leather base with a velour back. Seats in all the sections of the lower floor have been placed on the new staggering plan, affording a between-heads view for each customer. The ground floor is of the inverse type, being constructed on a sloping arrangement which places seats near the center on the lowest level, those in the back and front rows being on the same plane. Patrons of the price seated in the auditorium beheld a seamless one-sheet job of a screen, 15 by 20 feet, sufficiently large to give plenty of eye-pleasing vision in any part of the house. The theater's sound was also said to be superior. It was so constructed as to eliminate the difference between good and poor spots. By the construction of what is called a diphonic speaker system, containing horn elements that roughly resemble a honeycomb, the sound is distributed scientifically so that the true portion of each tone quality is projected impartially to every seat in the theater. The Sun Advocate advised that the importance of this will be readily seen and appreciated by those persons who cannot get to the theater in time to select the seat he or she would prefer to sit in. In addition, there was a spacious lounge on the balcony level, as well as an office, while a ladies' powder room was located on the first floor. The fireproof projection room was sited so as not to interfere with moviegoers' view of the screen. Throughout the price, the carpeting was in keeping with the color and atmosphere of the building as a whole. The Dixon Taylor Russell Company, a Utah firm founded in 1921, furnished and installed all floor coverings, furniture, stage curtains, and draperies. Naturally, the price was equipped with a vast arrangement of influxes and outlets for assurance of plenty of air clearance, which supposedly maintained a temperature of 70 degrees in the building at all times, regardless of the weather conditions outside. Intermountain Theater Supply Company out of Salt Lake provided many of the items we just mentioned, including the full floating seats, heating and air conditioning systems, and projection and lighting equipment. Overall construction of the price was handled by Carbon County's own Fawcett and Pacetto, who, in their words, were builders of the better kind. 
Tri-State Lumber of Price furnished many of the raw materials, and other local firms had a hand in building the price as well. Service Plumbing and Heating Company, with Alan Brown as its proprietor, did all of the plumbing work in the theater, while Eastern Utah Electric Company handled all of the building's wiring. Together, these contractors, and likely several others, helped to complete the price in time for an autumn opening. The new Price Theater opened on Thursday, October 14, 1937. All of the laborers who worked to construct the Price were invited to its debut, free of charge, as guests of the management. Hewish theater managers from the surrounding area also attended. The completed Deco Movie House was seen as a splendid improvement to the city's commercial district, a sign of confidence in a bright future for the town of Price. The Price Theater seems to have operated as a cinema well into the 2010s, and although it no longer appears to be operating as a movie theater today, the building still exists, with a good amount of its glass block and Carrera glass intact. Perhaps it will show movies again someday. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. We'll be taking a break for a few weeks, but we'll be back soon with a new series. I hope you'll join us for it. Until then, may your seats be ever in the center 